Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living worldwide with your host, Mariana Cooper, founder of AHA Moments International and ahamomentsworld.com. Tune in for the next hour and learn to trust your AHA Moments to lead the way to live a passionate and purposeful life. And now here's your host, Mari. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the AHA Moments Radio Show for the inspiration, education, and celebration of enlightened living worldwide. I'm Mari, and we are back. Thanks for your patience with me last week not being here. I was off in Boulder, Colorado, um, doing a taping of a TV show called The Open Minds with Regina Meredith, and that show will be airing out probably in six months or so, closer to when uh, the book comes out on Gaia TV, which is um, actually available on Hulu and all kinds of other streaming options and online and whatnot. Um, so you can check that out at GaiaMTV. I think it's GaiaMTV.com. I think that's what it is. I'll check on the break to make sure that's the right site. But in any event, I had a great time doing that. And I tell you, traveling in the air these days is really cumbersome, but made it through all of that. And now I'm back in sunny San Diego. And I have to say, I love San Diego. It was my first time actually being on a plane and flying back into San Diego instead of flying into Newark (laughs) when I would fly back. And Newark definitely has that majestic skyline in New York City, so I can't knock it. But it was really quite... Um, it was quite a delight to fly in um, with the ocean and the yachts and the mountains and the you know the whole the orange roofs and the whole thing. It was a nice nice change of pace. So I'm glad to be here. I feel like I was flying back into home, and uh, that was actually my first flight since last July. So I'm very excited about that. We finally kind of broke the uh, the the streak of being on land, and uh, and off we go now into all the promotions and everything that's going on with this book. So uh, tonight's show, we're going to be talking all about the most powerful time to create, which is actually in your sleep. And I'm going to talk to you, uh, give you some ideas on how you can use that dream time. Hopefully you get eight hours of sleep, but even if you only get four or you take a nap, um, or you say you only get, you know, even a cat nap can help you with creating and receiving and getting information for yourself. So a very, very exciting topic. I really rely a lot on my sleep time to take in big chunks of information, to get information, to get messages, uh, to get confirmations of things. And I'm going to give you some examples of some other friends and colleagues of mine who do the same thing and are having great success with it. So that's a fun, tonight's a fun show. Um, so we'll get to that in just a couple of minutes. We will be doing readings. I see the lines are filling up really fast tonight. So if you want the reading, I would. I know some of you try to wait until we get closer to that time. But um, Sam is going to be screening the call starting now. And if you want to try to get in on the lines for reading tonight, I would highly suggest you call in a little earlier than usual. Uh, 347-215-9485. It's 347-215. 9485 and as always Sam will answer your call and um take you know see if you have a question and I just ask that you to keep it to one question cuz we have a, the the lines are particularly full tonight already so 
uh, looking forward to chatting with you guys. And you missed me. Yay. <laughs> so a um, couple other quick announcements. We have, uh, we're already into day two of our three-day spring fun, that's called the spring fun sale. And um, we have up to 50% off on a few things. We have um, actually 20% off on readings. And that is, those are the Akashic Record readings and also the Angel readings. So um, if hopefully you're on our email list. It's the email with the, the links to register because each one has a different link and some of them are kind of long. I know if you wanted an Angel reading, it's um, ahamomentsworld.com forward slash by the sea. And you can also, if you're not on our email list, we will be sending out another reminder in the morning, but if you're not already on the email list and you want to get on the email list to get the link so you can grab one of these readings at a nicely reduced cost, you can do that at ahamomentsworld.com. So let's leave it at that, ahamomentsworld.com, or uh, you can send a note to support at ahamomentsinc.com, and I will... Um, send you the link so you can sign up for a reading. The readings are usually 135 for a half hour, and now they're for just for these three days, they're uh, 110. So it's a nice little saving for those, and we're booking those um, for the last two weeks in April, uh, possibly spilling into May. They seem to be going pretty quickly. We've had a lot of registration so far. So if you'd like to um, get one of those reduced rate readings uh, during our little sale period, that would be great. And the other thing that's on sale that I highly, 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 highly recommend that everybody takes at some point is our opening to channel course and our opening to channel level two course. And those are, um, I know opening to channel level one is 50% off and that's usually 497% off or something like that. So those are all in that email as well. Um, a really great time to stock up and and get those classes under your belt because they really, I mean, you you're you're calling into me for guidance. It's amazing when you can start to get real good streams of consciousness and guidance for your for yourself. So that's what that, those two courses teach you all about. All right, so that's that. And um, I think that's all I can think of right now as far as announcements. I know that sales kind of the big, the big kahuna of the week so far. And um, off we go into our topic for tonight. I, I love this topic. This is something, this is kind of, you know, people always ask me, Mari, what are your what are your secrets? You know, um, you know, you born you were born with all of this, and you know, I might we were all born with the ability to communicate and to receive guidance. And I, you know, I say it in my book, and I've said it on the show a zillion times. You know, there's so many ways that we're taught to ask, <clears throat> regardless of whether you are, um, you know, you were raised in any kind of religion. I know I was raised Catholic. If you were raised you know, in any kind of religion whatsoever, you're taught how to pray, and that's the, actually the, the art of asking, right? If you're really into spirituality and you're not part of a formalized religion, you ask, you, you learn how to set intentions, how to do affirmations, how to set up a vision boards, and all that. It's all ask, 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 right? We've always been taught how to ask with affirmations, you know, all that kind of stuff. But, how many of us were really taught how to receive the answers? What's the language of answered prayer? And wouldn't it make sense that if there's so many robust ways to ask for stuff, that there would be equally robust language of how to get the answer? How do they communicate back to us? They being the powers that be, your higher self, your infinite self, and the God of your understanding, and then your angels and your guides, and 
galactics and the furies and all that, how do they communicate back this? Well, one of the big, huge ways that they love to work with is your dreams. Because, and when you're, when, well, while you sleep, okay? Because it's your, your mental mind, the biggest barrier of everything is your mental mind, your logical mind, your mental mind. Um, and so that's turned off when you're sleeping. And that's a time where they are constantly dumping tons of information and clues and symbols and signs and, and messages and, um, you know, all sorts of other things I'm going to get to in a minute into your consciousness, in your, into your sleeping state so that when you wake up, they hope that you will remember some of this and be able to use it or at least have a better feeling about a situation as you go forward in your day, during your day. But what happens is, you know, most, a lot of people don't remember their dreams. They have broken sleep. Um, if you have broken sleep, that's fine. This works even with broken sleep. But what happens is when people are awakened in the middle of the night, um, <laughs> you know, they have a tendency to assign insomnia. Then they take drugs, which kind of shuts this all down. Um, then they take, you know, then they obsess on why they can't sleep. And they look at it as a negative thing instead of an opportunity to receive guidance, which is in most cases the reason why you're being awakened in the first place. So um, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about what you can do during your sleep to help yourself. You know, how do you, how do you, uh, how do you work with your sleeping time? when it comes to manifesting the things that you want. First of all, as always, you want to be clear on what you're asking for, okay? So, and you don't want to ask for too many things while you're doing this, try to work on too many things at one time. You can get very con- confused with the symbolism and with the different um, messages that you're getting. So what I highly suggest is that you pick one thing, the core thing, and you give yourself 7 to 30 days to work on it. Now, 30 days might sound like a long time, but a lot of people give up right before the miracle happens. They kind of quit. And you want to – the biggest barrier between, you know, when it comes to speed of of delivery of what you're asking for, the biggest thing is doubt and – um, you know, and those kind of negative things like I'm, I'm feeling unworthy of the results and all that kind of stuff. And But doubt is a really big one. And so, or fear that you're not going to get it, which is doubt. And when you um, have that going on, in on top of, you know, then you start asking for too many things, you're going to, what you're going to have is you're not going to be able to really decipher what's going on once you wake up. So, a couple of things. How do we use our, our sleep time? So the first thing, one of the things I love to do, and this is, you know, we'll get into the dreams and the dream analysis in a second. I always love to get books on, um, like all of my spiritual books on um, on audio, okay? I put them in my iPod. So I love, you know, uh who, who do I who do I like to listen? I have like hundreds and hundreds of titles on my iPod. So let's say Dane. You guys know Dane, um, Doctor Dane here. He has a book called Being You Change in the World, and he put that on audio and he sent it to me. Um, he also has like clearings and things, right? And you know, Sinanea Roman and Dwayne Packer. They also have wonderful books. Every Wayne Dyer. I have Joel Olstein. I have um, you know Doctor Joe Dispenza. All kinds of different um, guys, guys, gals too on my iPod, and I always buy every spiritual book I possibly can as an audio book, 
Why do I do that? Because because I'm I try to uh, integrate. See, you know. Okay, let me back up. Why do I do that? So that I can listen to it in my sleep. When I listen to it in my sleep, what it does is it downloads. It downloads into your consciousness. It also downloads not just into your ears and to your brain. Downloads into all of your cells. So your cellular structure actually receives the information. Your cells are like sponges. So let's say, um, you know, I was doing some silver mine method work, and, it, you know, it, it got pretty esoteric, you know. Some of the stuff gets com- complex, and to sit and read it during your regular waking state, first of all, I don't have the time anymore to sit and read books the way I once did because I'm, like, ridiculously busy now. So what I do is I take the book on audio and I put it on the headphones on. I might get through the first 10 minutes while I'm still awake and then I fall asleep and the thing plays through the night in my ear. When I wake up, I have a sense of peace or I have a sense of knowing so that when I hear and then I'll listen to it while I'm awake, you know, as I'm, you know, vacuuming or doing work or whatever. It is amazing how if you take these esoteric things that are, you know, or some things are, you know, fairly complex and you listen to it during the day, after you've had it playing in your ear while you sleep, you get it so much quicker. And you'll be able to explain it to someone else so much quicker. Not that you should go around trying teaching everyone, but when you're explaining to someone else, you realize how much of it you know. It becomes, it, it is much quicker to become second nature. Now, when you're taking in information as far as like, you know, studies, like your spiritual studies of any sort, Okay, of any sort, whether you're studying healing or psychic stuff or intuition or, you know, just lifestyle stuff. When you when you take that in, what you want to do? There's there's one there's some people like to collect theory. Okay, I have friends who they say, oh, well, I, I read this and I read this and I read this and I read that and I did this and I did that and it never worked for me. It is nothing's going to work for you unless you actually take action on it. But you're probably not going to take action on it until you start to integrate it. And then taking action on it actually helps you to integrate it so it becomes natural in your life. So there's a difference between theoretical learning and then integrating what you've learned. All right? So you'll go to a big workshop. Uh, like I would go, I went to one of Dane's big workshops, and that thing, like, you know, blow your head off your shoulders. And uh, <laughs> it was like four days of like, oh, my God. And it's 10 hours, you know, this kind of thing. And you just sit there. By the time you walk out, you're like crawling out of the room. You're exhausted. Well, some people, what they do is they like to collect. So they want to go to the next one. They want to go to the next one. They want to get on a plane and fly to the next workshop and the next workshop and the next workshop. And they're not having any change in their life. I have friends like that. They have no change in their life. And they're on the plane constantly going to those workshops and many others. And the reason why they don't, change anything is they don't take the information actually integrate it. So you have your theoretical learning and then you have your integrated learning. Integrated means you put it into action in your actual life and you get it so that it's second nature. Okay? I would take one class a year of that stuff and I would listen to the recording so I always get the stuff on recording and I put it on in my sleep and put the clearings on in my sleep and then I go on about my life and I would apply it and I'd apply it to this situation and that situation, relationships, money, you know, career, writing the book, whatever. Just apply it, apply it, apply it, and still listen to it at night while I'm sleeping. And it reinforces it. So anything I was forgetting, it was going down into my subconscious so that during my waking state, 
while I was awake, it became second nature. It became more of a reflex instead of, oh, what did what did that person say on the stage? Oh, man, oh, I forgot about that. Oh, I, you know, oh, wait, I don't really, I know the first part, but I never got to the last part of the book, so I don't even know how I'm supposed to end up, you know, this kind of thing. Um, that's a, so it's a wonderful way, using your sleep time is a wonderful way of being able to take in especially esoteric information, okay? Now, does that mean you shouldn't read books in your waking state? Absolutely not. The, but what it does is the more you can repeat information so that it affects each one of your senses, the better. So what do I mean by that? Obviously, when we're talking about learning in your sleep and with headphones on, you're talking about auditory learning. Then you have vision. So that's your first you're hearing. Now you have vision when you're reading the book. Okay? And so you have your sound and you have your vision. Okay? Now, clearly, taste probably won't come into it, but touch when you go to a live workshop and you're actually, in, you know, immersed in it in a tactical way. You can actually shake hands with that practitioner and you're looking at them flip through their flip charts or their, you know, their different exercises, modalities. Maybe you're getting any of your work or something like that. So you want to engage as many of your senses as you can, okay? Now, with the sleeping... It's wonderful because that is so powerful. And remember, you have, you know, uh, you know, at least four to, to eight, maybe sometimes 10 or 12 hours uh, if, you're, if you're really tired, really lucky, uh, to, to do that and to collect a lot of information. So that's the first and one of the most powerful ways to take in um, information and create in your sleep because what happens is since you're taking it in, there's no barriers to receiving it. And you will find that your reflexes will be better when you're awake, where you'll just say, it'll be much easier to get insight on things because what you're doing is you're giving your guides a new catalog of information to help you with. Your guides are only as good as much, um, let me say this again, because I'm channeling a lot of this and they're coming in so fast, I guess, because I've been on the air for two weeks. Um, Your guides, are only as good for you as your encyclopedia of stuff they have to work with within you. So let's say, um, you know, I've done 600 interviews with all these different practitioners and, you know, I've read, you know, a thousand books or whatever, you know. I have a big encyclopedia. So when I have an issue or a problem or a concern and my guys start channeling to me, they can go into the Mari encyclopedia of everything I sort of downloaded into my consciousness and they say, oh, say you remember when you went to remember when you were reading that book? Go to page sixty-two of the channeling book. Go to page twenty-seven of the weight loss book. Go to page eighteen of the romance book. Whatever, and because they they know my whole library, and I'll get literally a clairvoyant vision of the cover of the book, or I'll I'll hear go to track number twenty-two of Joel Olstein's breakout. Go to track number fifteen of Dane's clearing. And I can't tell you, I do this on a daily basis. And that's why I say you open up your your toolkit. You know, you create a toolkit for yourself. You download this into your sleep. It gives your guide so much more to work with. If you are only focused on bills and cleaning the house and Match.com and doing your work, okay, your basic work that you're doing, you know, in your day-to-day, you know, work, and then... The, the kind of haphazard things that happen through your day, you're giving your guides almost nothing to work with because you're not 
and then you don't meditate and you don't do any energetic hygiene and you don't, you know, kind of pay attention to this unless you're listening to me on on Tuesdays or Oprah on Sundays or whatever. It's giving them a very limited encyclopedia to work with you and to help you to solve, to problem solve. You know, I always get scared for people when they don't read. <laughs> I mean, reading has helped me so much. That's But that's my thing, you know. So very important for you to collect that information and to collect it in a way that you can actually receive it. If you buy a bunch of books and never read them, that's not doing you much good either. But I do have an antidote for that. It's going to sound like a little bit of contradiction. I'll be in that in a second. But I want you to really think about this. Really, really give this some thought. You want to. You can use your sleep to just listen, to receive. If you want to. If you have a real hard problem, and you have some, you know, a loop of clearings, or you have. Um, you know, a book that's kind of about that problem. Let's say you have, you're having a real hard time with relationships. And uh, one of my favorite books on relationships is Sandra Ann Taylor's book, um, Secrets of Attraction, I believe it is. Um, you know, you take an audio of that and you listen to that while you sleep. When you wake up, you at least have more ability to have aha moments because it's kind of already circulating in your brainwaves, okay? Um, so think about that when you when you do your next uh, round of book shopping. Now, here's something else Doreen Virtue, when I was working with her, said to me. She said, if you really want to learn something, um, put the book under your pillow and, and ask the angels to download it into your consciousness. And so that's another way to do it. Obviously, it's a, it's a, it's not involving your physicality as much as it's involving, you know, divine energies. But absolutely, I used to do that book under my pillow, and actually, you know, it did work for me because I was open to it. I think, you know, either way, you're still what you're still doing is saying you're recognizing and acknowledging that, you know, 12 hours of your day you're awake, probably 16 or 18, and 12 hours a day you're asleep. Let's say you know, probably eight to ten, whatever. Use those eight hours, you know, and <laughs> and you don't necessarily have to be listening to something every single night. But um, if you happen to be a healer, you happen to be a teacher, if you want to write books, if you want to, you know, kind of be on the world stage, this will really help you to take in more information without having to bog your whole day down in in that immersion. It's like kind of an immersion process, and it's very, very powerful. Now, something else that you can do with your with your dream state. One of my friends who is an author, he is an amazing, amazing writer, um, and he's a fiction writer, and he does nonfiction as well, but his fiction is off the charts. He's written for uh, Star Trek Voyager, um, he, all kinds of films and TV stuff and and he, I think he's published 4000 over 4000 titles now probably more like 4500 titles absolutely stunning stunning uh, writer and what he does I was at a writers retreat with him and we were just talking a little bit about intuition and stuff and he says you know I said well how do you get your ideas Greg he said well you know what at night now this guy is not an intuitive he doesn't consider himself to be particularly spiritual this is just how he handles his creative process because at night I say to my muses, he says, I have a muse, and I call in my muse, and he says, and I say to him, in my dream tonight, show me how to bring this character and this character together, or who's the characters for this story, or what are the names, or whatever, or I want to dream about the ending to this scene, and he says, every single time I do it, I, I, um, 
he goes, every single time I, uh, you know, end the scene <clears throat> with whatever it is they're, you know, they're telling me. And he wakes up with the solution. He uses his dream state very deliberately every day. And so that was really inspiring to me because here's someone who, you know, isn't into all of this per se, you know, as a profession, but he's using it in the creative process. So when you have, um, what he didn't realize he was doing, and I explained it to him then because I got so excited, is he was programming his dreams. We've talked about this on the show in the past. I'll give you the little details of how to do that. One of the best, quickest ways to do that is, um, and he doesn't even do this, but I'm just going to tell you some kind of like the formalized way of doing it. You can very easily sit down right before you go to sleep and say, okay, can you please help me work out this issue um, in my dreams tonight? I always drink a half a glass of water, which is an amplifier, and it helps you to, for your conscious mind to stay alert during your sleeping state doesn't mean you're staying awake. It's just that your conscious mind is still recording consciously as you're sleeping. And you just ask, you know, I'd like to get more information, more insight, support, help, or whatever on this issue. And you kind of do it with a picture in your head of like what you'd like to get information about. And then you go to sleep. And then when you wake up, you drink the other half glass of water. And then you allow yourself to um, write down what you remember. Now, this I would say, if you're new to this, you want to, you know, say, do it for about seven seven days to get the answers that you're looking for. Okay, but more than likely they'll they'll pop up, and it's 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 absolutely amazing um, what you can get by by programming your dreams. Now, the guides love to give answers during the dreams because you're out of the way. Okay, and they'll, they'll, you know, yes, you can get into all kinds of dreams, symbology and symbolism and all that stuff. I'm not going to get into that here because I'm actually, I'm not really particularly good with, you know, people like to call me and say, oh, Mari, I had a dream and what do you think about this and what do you think about that? Uh, I don't know because I don't really do dream analysis. My mom actually is the, the dream analyst. She's very, very good with it. So I usually call her. <laughs> but uh, as far as I like to tell them, I need direct signs. I want direct answers, not symbols so that I can understand it. So you can program that as well. Say, please give me specific answers that I can know in my waking state without having to analyze. You know, and you can and so be very clear so that it's not hazy for you. You do that and you'll get, you know, you'll get pretty pretty close to your target, if not right dead on on your target. And whatever they can't finish in the dream, you'll start to see in your in your life during the day, you know, you might hear an interview on TV or stumble across an article or hear something on the radio or hear people talking or somebody will mention something to you and you'll feel that kind of synchronicity um, going on to help you get, you know, the answers. But you collect the answers. You collect them. And, um, you know, most people like to call me and say, okay, give me my answers, you know. But that's fine. But, you know, you don't go to the dentist to brush your teeth every day. You go to the dentist for a deep cleaning, for a root canal, you know, for a whitening treatment, but you got to brush your teeth and floss on your own, um, you know, until you can go back to the dentist, what, six months to a year later. So really you want to learn how to do this stuff on your own. It's, way, it's, it's, it's super, super helpful. And guess what? It's going on anyway. Might as well. All those engines are on every night anyway. And they're trying to help your psyche work through whatever issues are on your mind anyway. So you might as well deliberately work with them. 
and use this really super powerful time. Now, one of the other reasons why this time is so powerful is because, remember, when you go to sleep, your your portion of you that's within the vessel actually rejoins with your higher self. It leaves the body and rejoins with your higher self. So you start to astral travel. That's why you can have actual connection with other people in your dreams and you're actually with that person. You are with that person. You're just with the energy part of that person. Okay? I've gotten all kinds of messages sent to me from my more telepathic um, friends who come in and we haven't gotten in touch with each other and I always come in and I see the face and I'm like, okay, here we go. i got to call, call them, you know. And and when we talk, it's like, oh, did you have a dream about me? Oh, yeah, yeah, I had a dream. I saw you, you know. But, and a lot of people, they'll astral communicate. They'll communicate they call it communicating on the astral where they deliberately use their telepathic skills, which we're also all born with, to connect in the dream state. So, you know, my sister and I were um, having a, a pretty heart felt talk the other day and we were talking about my dad who passed away about five years ago and we said a little prayer together, you know, and um, and my mom calls me today and says, I had a dream about your dad last night. I said, so did I. And she goes, you're kidding. And then she, we both were describing, you know, kind of what he looked like and what he was wearing and it was the exact same thing in both of our dreams. You know, so he got our message and he's coming to let, you know, various members of us know. I'm not sure if my sister, my sister actually called me since I've been on the air. So I don't know if she had a dream about it too. But, um, you know, you can work with your your friends and loved ones who've, who've passed over, um, even animals who've passed over. I know my dog has come to me many, many times in the dream state and um, and, and communicate with them and they can also send messages, um, you know, as well. Now, the last thing I'll say about this so that we can go to a break because I realize it's talked for a while. This is a lot of info for this topic. Um, you can get actual uh, answers and you can also wake up with feeling. Okay, so you can, when you, if you ask, let's say, about a relationship and you wake up and you feel kind of that thinking feeling, then you're probably getting kind of a more of a no kind of an answer. Or if you're waking up with that kind of light, happy, excited feeling, even if things don't look like they're going well in the physical world, just know that, you know, things are looking up, okay? So it's up to you to start to um, be able to do your own interpretations, but you always have to take into account how you feel emotionally, how you feel mentally, how you feel physically, and how you feel energetically. So you want to always evaluate whatever you're going through from the emotional standpoint, you know, are you feeling happy, sad, you know, that kind of thing, um, at peace or whatever. The mental, easy and organized, or does it feel kind of cluttered and crazy? Uh, the physical feeling, like do you have any feelings in your body, a sense of, you know, goosebumps, chills, a little bit of nausea maybe, maybe a sort of thinking feeling for, you know, some more of the negative signs, and then a light, bright, kind of enthusiastic, kind of hopeful, optimistic feeling for the, you know, yes, you're going in the right direction kind of a thing. And then uh, the energetic, which is which is also um, those four clairs. You know, are you getting a little clairvoyant vision, like a kind of a picture in your mind? Are you hearing lyrics of a song? So maybe you're getting a sense of knowing or a sense of a, like a gut feeling about it. That's your energetic senses. When you consider those four things, you listen to the podcast. I know I'm talking fast. There's a lot of information tonight. But when you listen to... You know, you add in those four things, 
now you're starting to really see the system of communication that's available to you 24-7. And when I say 24-7, I mean it. You know, you don't have to hire a psychic, per se, to help to you know, do this on a daily basis, okay? So with that, I'm going to stop there. We're going to take a quick break, and then when we come back, we'll get to the reading. I see there's so many of you on the line tonight, so thanks for waiting. Um, if you want to call in and you haven't done so already, the number is 347-215-9485. That's 347-215-9485. I'm Mari, you're listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show, and we'll be right back. ever get a hunch about something and ignore it, only to find out later you were right after all? Do you know that you're intuitive but need help interpreting what you get? Need quick answers to burning questions but don't have the time to wait for a private reading? Then Mari's Intuitive Living Oracle Cards are the tool for you. 45 gorgeous laminated cards and a full book of interpretations come together in a beautiful velvet bag. The cards have been designed and energized to give you the answers right now. No more sleepless nights weighing pros and cons. Ask the cards your questions and see what message your intuition has for you. To learn more and get your deck now, go to the store at www.ahamomentsinc.com and click on the intuitive living cards now. That's the store at ahamomentsinc.com. The answers are truly within your reach. Living the life you are really meant to live? Soul Lifetimes Magazine is your online source for creating the life you truly desire. When you register for your free subscription at www.soullifetimes.com, you get access to a world of resources that will help you to get the answers you seek and inspire you to take charge of your world. Tap into your body, mind, and spirit with articles from some of the most well-known conscious thought leaders and teachers on metaphysics, soul talk, soulmate relationships, quantum healing, astrology, food for the soul, style, and more. When you join us to create a joyful lifestyle for a new way of being, you truly contribute to raising the consciousness of the world. Subscribe for free at www.soullifetimes.com and never miss an issue of this innovative and insightful digital magazine. Soul Lifetimes Magazine is about living happier, healthier lives full of purpose, joy, and abundance. Subscribe now for free at www.soullifetimes.com. We look forward to seeing you there. Are you at a crossroads in your life? Facing big decisions about your life purpose, business, relationships, or other major issues? Are you wondering why you may be delayed in getting what you want? Or if you have special guides who are helping you? Then investing in a private intuitive reading with Mari is just what you need. As a third generation spiritual intuitive, Mari has worked with thousands of clients over the past 18 years. During your private session, you will learn who your guides are, receive insight on the core issues that need attention, and get new perspective, clarity, and inspiration on what to do next. To register, go to www ahamomentsinc.com and click on the work with Mari tab to get all of the details. 
There are a limited number of spots each month, so go to www.ahamomentsinc.com for yours now. Step back in time to the very beginning, before life as we know it existed. Stones have been on this earth since before the inception of man. They are keepers of ancient wisdom and messages. Tap into the profound wisdom of stones and let your journey begin at the Rock Girl Sacred Stone School. Let the Rock Girl take you back to those ancient days to learn firsthand the language and the secrets of stones. The Rock Girl will teach you how to develop your very own technique of communicating with them, allowing you to embark on your own path of self-discovery. Courses include Reiki, psychic development, chakra balancing and auric cleansing, hands-on healing, and more. Visit sacredstoneschool.com for classes and workshops taught exclusively by The Rock Girl of therockgirl.com. Hello, we're back. I'm Mari. You're listening to the AHA Moments radio show. And today we're talking all about the most powerful time to create is in your sleep. And it's actually very, very true. Definitely one of the most unencumbered times. I mean, it's pretty powerful. If you put your intention on anything, you're creating it, whether it's negative or positive anyway. But, um, you know, but it, if you can engage that part while you're sleeping, you'll really see things accelerate quite quite nicely. So we are going to get on with our reading for the day, and I just ask that if you just um, just know there's a lot of people on the line. We're going to try to get to as many of you as we can, and if you can keep your questions succinct to one topic and one question um, and, and fairly specific, just to say, what do you see for my finances? Not a good question. That's Or my romance, or what do you see for me out there? That's that's full reading for that kind of a question. For a radio show, you need to kind of hit it and quit it. Okay, so that being said, the first caller we have is Donna from California. Hi, Donna. How are you? Good, how are you? Um, good, thank you. Yeah, my question, uh, I wanted, I'm on a dating site, and there's three fellows I'm talking to, Al, John, and Fred, and I wanted to know if anything is going to come with either of these gentlemen when I meet them, you know, if it will progress into something else or if I'm going to meet someone another way. Um, not one of those three lit up as anything more than, you know, internet dating kind of a thing. Um, so I'm not feeling a strong feeling about any of the three as you said them. It does feel like you met somebody else and it doesn't feel like it's necessarily online. It feels like more of a serendipitous, um, spontaneous thing. What you would want to focus on instead of kind of doing it as a you know shopping spree on the internet site is um, is really getting quiet and programming this dream and meeting him in your dreams. Meeting oh. this person in the dream state and saying to this person, you write a list of what you're looking for, kind of, and give. you can even write a story of how you would love to connect with him, like maybe a particular date you'd like to have or whatever. You know, you, 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 know, you go to the Grand Canyon together or something like that. And then program a dream and tell him, listen, I have this 
fun idea. And this, because you're talking to your your real person, okay? So you might see them as you're closing your eyes, just envision two balls of light. You're one ball of light, he's the other ball of light, because that's how energy kind of reads each other. And as you're going to sleep, consider like that connection of the light. And if you see, if it looks like the light is really far apart, he's not too close to meeting you yet. But if the light looks like it's coming together, or you can make the light start to come together so you can let him know of your readiness, you'll start to see, you'll start to feel that energy connection. And you'll start to have dreams about him, or at least, you know, dreams of as far as direction. You know, and you will, or even if you can't remember a dream, you'll wake up with a sense of hmm, maybe I should go do this today. I think, I, or just a what will seem like a random kind of idea of you know where to go, what to do, and that's I think more of how you're going to meet the guy. I think you're looking for a guy right now, but I think the guy is going to be more of a, a you know it's going to be a deeper connection, and you can influence it much better in that way than just surfing around looking for him. Does that make sense? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't care for the internet dating. It's too much like you're on a job interview. I'd rather be out there yep. and feel the energy of someone and have that attraction. Yep, and I think you can you can set that all up by using I the will. techniques we were talking about tonight. So I hope that's helped. I'm gonna have to jump off, but good luck yes, with that. Very much. How it goes. Thank okay. you. You're welcome. Have a great night. Okay, so next we have um, Sarah in California. Hi, Sarah. Good. Yeah. Uh, my question Hi. is regarding employment. I'm eagerly looking for a new position this year. I'd like to know if you see any opportunities coming up for me sometime in the near future. Okay, so it feels to me like you're on a job search, but it doesn't feel like you're on a search for your right livelihood. And right. so what you're missing is the energetic plug. Because and once you when you plug that in, then it'll all come together. So I think you're right at the point of making that shift. Okay, so that's the shift because right now you're kind of like, okay, you're very business like about it. Even your energy as you were asking your question was very kind of closed off and sort of boom 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 boom. And I know I said, you know, be specific with the question and you know, cut to the chase. I know you're trying to adhere to the rules. But when you think about your job, there's a piece of you that leaves the building because it's work. And what in order for you to find the, like we said to Donna about the right guy, like the ultimate guy, like the ultimate job, you know, that connection, that feeling like that plug-in, you know, that, that kind of job where you feel like, okay, this is beyond the job, this is my, you know, this is my sweet spot position, which is what you're ready for at this point, um, you have to allow that piece of you to come back into the equation. Now, a lot of times what you do is, we feel vulnerable when we're looking for a job. So we kind of cut off the love part, you know, our own personal energy so that we can just be pragmatic and pick the right thing so that we can have some security, so we can pay the bills, and we'll get to the other stuff later. But that for you, my dear, is very primitive thinking and it will not work for you anymore. So that's why you're being kind of even calling into a show like this. Clearly, you're looking for that next, for a bigger, you know, kind of more expansive experience. That's right there for you. I would take what we just said to Donna, and instead of using two balls of light for romantic energy, what you want to do is use two balls of light for you and the person that is the hiring, you know, the hiring person or that main person you'd be working with in the new job. You you won't know where the job is or what the job is, but what you want to do is talk to them about how you want to feel when you're working. And use that to program your dreams, and you can create that. So if you do that, 
because that's really what this kind of little search thing you're going through is all about. It's kind of, this is more for um, incorporating energy into what you're doing as opposed to just going pragmatically, you know. As far as, you know, wanting a prediction for the timing, if you connect, you can do this within a month, you know. It doesn't have to be six months, a year out. It feels like there's a job very close by, but you might miss it if you keep your energy so disconnected from the search. So I hope that's helped. I'm going to have to jump to the next person, but um, mm-hmm. I would I would try that. Try that. And it should work actually pretty quickly for you. Okay, thanks. Have a great night. Bye. Um, all right. Moving on to the next person. Uh, what do we have here? Okay. We have Patricia. And she says she's in the Southwest. Hi, Patricia. Hi. Um, thank you for your show tonight. Um, some of your tips have really worked with me in my dream state. And I'm going okay. to use them again tonight, definitely. I've gotten a lot of answers doing those things. Um, oh, wonderful. Yes. Not all the time, but I know I need to work on it more. But they they really do work, and they've given me a lot of answers. But I'm calling tonight because um, I I need um, your assistance here. I have a neighbor who's a hoarder, and he's brought the neighborhood down. And yes, and um, I'm just wondering, and I will ask in my dreams tonight. Yeah, I was wondering if he's going to clean up his yard and. Uh, let the no. neighborhood become beautiful again. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. No. 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 It doesn't feel that way at all, and it feels like it'll be another three to five years that he'll be there. Oh. Um. Yeah, he feels like he's he's kind of entrenched, and um, I mean the situation is coming to a head, but it it doesn't feel like he's going to be doing anything towards, um, you know, rehabbing that, that situation because he's kind of incapable of it. Like, there's definitely some mental uh, illness or some kind of something going on there with that. That's a much bigger intervention than just cleaning up the yard. So as far as you going, though, he's definitely a catalyst to help you to move forward. And it feels more like you'll be moving and it feels like you'll be moving towards, I don't know if there's a lake around you, but it definitely feels like you'll be moving somewhere near water. Um, oh. And some, somewhere like by the midsummer, midsummer to August, something in that range. So I would definitely start to use your dreams like you were doing, but to, you know, ask for the guidance of where can I thrive, not just survive. You know, ask that question, where can I thrive? What's the best place for me to, you know, emotionally, physically, uh, mentally and energetically thrive and start okay. to allow the breadcrumbs to come your way. And they will pretty quickly. But I would not... He's actually there to push you forward out of there, not to, you know, sort of coexist okay. with everybody. He's a he's a okay. catalytic converter, if you will. Wow. So, because um, I, I was thinking about talking with him about it, but I don't know if that's going to help or not, but... No, I don't think it's going to help. I think it's it's not a matter of you trying to stay there. Your forward progression is calling you forward, and sometimes, you know, wayward neighbors are our best, um, you know, cannonball, cannon, <laughs> cannons for forward progression. I've had yeah. neighbors like, like that, and I'm miserable, and I'm hating them, and I want them to change, and it's like, 
Momar, your life is pulling you forward, and they're helping to push you out of a what you know a cocoon. So that's that's where you're at, my dear. Well, and the I other night helped. I did have I'm a dream. Have to go to, uh, okay, have and to the dream said the you're going to have a buyer. So you're correct. Okay, good. There <laughs> Thank <is>. you. <laughs> okay, my dear. Have a great night. Okay, so next we have uh, Karen in Chicago. Hi, Karen. Oh, hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. I have a quick question. Um, I am a consultant for a very large company in the suburbs, and I really wanted to be in this area. But the company, um, they very rarely hire consultants on their team. And I'm just wondering if you see something coming out of this, because I um, get get, get uh, along well with everyone, and I'm really making some progress, and uh, everybody likes me. So I'm just kind of wondering if you see something coming out of it. What do you mean, see something coming out of it? Like you're working there as a consultant now? Oh, you want to be a full-time employee. I would love to say yes, but it feels more like they're comfortable with the scenario that is going on right now. And I'm also hearing that there's going to be a shake-up there, and you might be actually in a safer place being a consultant than you are as a full-time employee. Oh, wait, wait. Could you say that again? There's going to be a shake-up, and then they put me somewhere else? You, no, I, I'd say you, you're you're better off being a consultant than a full-time employee. employee. Oh, but the next uh-huh. year to 18 months, you'll be better off being a consultant because it feels like there's going to be a shake-up where... The, all those employees aren't going to be employees per se anymore, but the consultants will kind of, you know, be the replacements, and you're you're in a better position actually being a consultant with that particular company than you would be as a full-time employee. So don't, I mean, you know, is it impossible to get an offer? No, but I would look at it twice before I'd take it, if you did. Oh. I would really look at the back end of that company. So I'm going to have to jump to the next person, but... Um, okay. I would say, you, you again, use this dream work that we're talking about to help you to get more direction on that. But from from purely from, you know, as it stands right this second, it feels better that you're a consultant than trying to be an employee. Okay. Sounds good. All right, okay, my dear. Have, so have a great day. Okay. Bye-bye now. Okay. Next we have uh, Tanya in San Jose. Hi, Tanya. Hi, Mari. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Um, my question was just on um, a career path. Um, I uh, recently applied for a job, and um, it fit the requirements I was looking for, um, close to home, uh, schedule-wise, hours were good, environment, and art environment, and I certainly had the qualifications for it. And a little bit baffled, I got rejected, though, um, my question is, um, they said they might um, talk to me in the summer if there's more openings. So um, would they contact me in the summer for any future opportunities, or should I just stick to my personal projects and continue um, gaining skills and networking with people, or should will I be hired by someone else in the future? Okay, so you asked like six questions. <laughs> uh, no, no, it's okay, it's okay. 
So it's funny because as you were talking about that that job, it sounded it felt like it was the right job for you and that it was going to come through. So it's, it's probably more of a divine delay than it is a no. But I would not sit mm-hmm. and wait for it. And that's what I think you're looking like. Can I just shut down and wait for them to stay, to call me back? No. Keep going with your personal projects and developing yourself because it feels like you're way bigger than a job. But you're kind of looking for that little safety net. And um, and as far as so it feels like. They probably will come back around, and but in the meantime, keep yourself really busy with your own personal projects because it looks like you're going to have some opportunities in that direction as well. So I wouldn't, you know, hang your hat on them, but it definitely feels like there's, there, there might be a turnaround with them. It doesn't feel like that's completely done. But I wouldn't sit and wait and do nothing either. So much All right, nice. my dear. You're welcome, Tanya. Have a great night. Okay, next we have uh, Jackie in Miami. Hi, Jackie. Hi, Marie. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. This is actually my first time calling on the show, so I'm really excited. Oh, good. Well, welcome. What's your question? Thank you. Well, I'm having a hard time um, just formulating a particular question. Usually I'm really good about having a specific question, but for some reason I can't really come up with a specific question. So my idea just revolves around love and career That's and spirituality. So that pretty much seems to be the triangle that just keeps going around me. Okay. I, I, I can't help you with that one. <laughs> That's not a question. So, so no, so then um, do, do you feel like um, any of those particular subjects are coming stronger to you so then maybe that helps me formulate a better question? Um, I would, what I would say is call back in. To, you know, think about it through the week and then call back in next week with something more specific because we're, like, just about to end the show. We have, like, 30 seconds before I'm going to wrap, and I, I can't really help you sort out a, a good question or not. Okay, so what if I asked you just something about career? Okay, what's the question? Um, okay, so soon I'm going to be graduating from school, and um, I have an opportunity to apply at certain hospitals, and there's this particular hospital that I consider to be my dream hospital, so I want to know what um, what can I do to make sure that that's where I end up working. I think the doing the exercises that we talked about on the show um, will help you in that and getting you know clear about what you want. I would not attach yourself to a particular hospital, although you can let that one be the symbol of what you want, you know, at least what you perceive it to be. It does feel like that particular hospital, as much as you think it is the right place because you have a perception about it, is not necessarily the one, and it feels like it's going to be something a little bit smaller um, and more, they're saying, more specialized. So that's the kind of the thought is to, to not be so broad and not to be afraid to get specific about what about what you desire. So um, for now, what I would say is just use the exercises that we talked about on the show. They're very, very powerful, and that's going to help you to sort of reel it in and hone in. And then you can get, you know, kind of a characteristic of how you want to feel on the job, you know, what you want to accomplish, you know, the kind of mission that you want to take with people. And then your, you know, your dream state will start to help you to configure it and the right place will will come to be. So it feels like you'll be fine, but I wouldn't get stuck on exactly one 
specific spot as you're developing. And it doesn't feel like you really know enough yet about, you know, what you what kind of plan you really want to be able to be get that specific with the place yet. So I'm going to have to jump off, but I hope that's been a little bit of a help. And like I said, when you get a little bit more clear on questions, definitely call back in and I'll be happy to help you out. Okay. So now we have, uh, let's see, we have about two minutes and we're going to take Jody from Portland. Hi, Jody. Hi, Mari. Um, my question was, Quickly, I had a dream, my an urgency to see my aunt before she died. And then when I woke up, she's already dead, though, in real life. And I'm just wondering, I felt like it was a strong message. I wrote the dream down, but I don't know what to do with it or other dreams sometimes that come. I feel like the ones that must seem significant. What do I do with that? What I would probably do is write it down like you did. And then I would when, do the dream programming. And ask again, you know, is this a specific thing? Because sometimes that sounds like it's more symbolism, you know, mm-hmm. um, and and some anxiety, you know. But again, I'm not a good dream analyst per se. But what yeah. I would say is those exercises are going to help you to get clarity on that, and whether you should um, take it as a literal thing. It feels to me more like it's a symbolic thing. That if you kind of dig a little deeper, you'll get that that aha, you know, you'll get that little click that says, oh, yeah, okay, that's what that meant. Um, you could also yeah. do some automatic writing and speak to her since she is passed on. You can ask her if oh. there was a message that she had, or you can even ask in your dreams, like right before you go to sleep, again, see the two balls of light, see her as one, you as the other, and just say, do you have a message for me? And then, you know, allow your dream state to sort of bring it forward to you, and that should help you to get oh. more clarity on that. Okay? Yeah, that's great. Yeah, thank you. You're so welcome, and you have a really great night. Thanks for calling in. Okay, so that brings us. Wow, we did rapid fire. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> my mouth is tired. Oh my gosh, uh, that brings us to the end of yet another Aha Moments Radio Show. If you'd like to get a full reading with me and get in on the sale, we have one more day of the sale. It ends actually tomorrow night. Um, you can. Get on our email list at ahamomentsworld.com. Or you can send us an email at mari at ahamomentsinc.com and we'll get you the links for that. And in the meantime, have an absolutely fabulous week. Please employ these processes that we talked about today. They are really powerful. And we will end with my motto, which is, you truly can have exactly what you want. You absolutely deserve it too. And in this new energy, anything is possible. Take care, everybody. Have a great night. You've been listening to the AHA Moments Radio Show with your host, Mari. Be sure to visit her blog and website at www.ahamomentsinc.com. That's A-H-A, moments with an S, inc.com. Also join Mari on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash ahamomentsinc and Twitter at twitter.com slash ahamoments. We can't wait to see you there.